Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Here he is, the former great New York police commissioner and all-around great guy, my friend Bernard Carrick. Good morning, Bernie. How are you, pal? Hey, Sid. What's happening? Well, a lot. Uh, let's start with this. Uh, and you and I are very good friends, and I'm also friends with Mayor Eric Adams. You can't boast both. You're not a very big fan <laughs> of Mayor Eric Adams. Let's start right there. Um, why aren't you a big fan of his? And even if you're not right now, can you see the possibility of one day being a fan of the mayor? Well, listen, I, I like Eric, you know, on, on a personal note. You know, Eric worked for me. Uh, he ran an organization called 100 Blacks in Law Enforcement when I was the police commissioner. We got along. We worked together on a number of different things. But, you know, when he became the mayor, I told him, I sent him a text, and I said, you have a chance after de Blasio to become an international icon by bringing New York City back, by reversing the crime trends, by doing exactly what Rudy Giuliani did in 1993. And so far, that has not happened. That's fair. And it can only happen if you have a mayor in the office that's going to support the men and women out there, that's going to give the PD the resources they need to do the job, that's going to take, you know, ignore these these woke ideologies, uh, you know, ignore that garbage, um, and, and do the job he's supposed to do. And so far, that just hasn't happened. No, that's fair. So far, it hasn't happened. You're right. I mean, there are some crime numbers, shootings, murders down, but for the most part, it's still a mess. You know, I didn't know Eric all those years ago, obviously, and like you said, when you were commissioner, he was a cop and he ran that organization. And I've been told by people that uh, that organization, basically, they're a bunch of troublemakers. <laughs> and that in the all the years that um, Mayor Adams was a cop, did not make a ton of arrests. And a lot of folks like you, Bernie, who were in the department years ago, didn't have the ultimate respect from Mayor Eric Adams as a cop. Again, I didn't know him back then. I'm just repeating what people told me. Are those fair criticisms? Yeah, they, listen, they, they are pretty much uh, accurate. He wasn't an aggressive cop. He wasn't a – and here's, the, here's one of the problems. He has a reputation when he was in that organization of not being supportive of the men and women in the field unless they were black, unless they were black. And, and that's that's a true statement. That's that's a factual statement. You got, and so when you say yeah. something, when you say something like that, Bernard, there are people that are going to say, well, "Well, wait a second. Part of an organization and not really supportive of white officers, they're going to say that's kind of racist." Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when you say that, that's how it comes off. And again, he's had issues with white journalists. Not me. Him and I are great. I love him. But he's had issues with white journalists since he's been mayor. So you're saying this has been an ongoing issue with Eric for the better part of 20-plus years. Hey, listen, uh, I said uh, you gotta you got to talk reality here, right? This is a guy yep. that when he was campaigning, 
he was calling, uh, you know, the whites of New York City crackers. All right. I mean, that's that's a fact. There's videos of him doing that. Put all that aside. Hopefully it's behind him. The bottom line is today he is the mayor of of New York City. He's supposed to be the mayor for every New Yorker. I don't give a damn what color you are. He's supposed to put in place the policies and the programs um, that reduce crime and make New York City a safer place. And so far, he has not done it. Now, people look at New York City today and they say, well, it's terrible. Well, keep in mind, New York City was five times worse in 1993 than it is today. Well, let me stop you there. You say it five times worse, and statistically, Bernard Kerrick, you can back that, but as you know, I'm very close with Rudy and his son Andrew was on this show twice a week, and we've had some very candid conversations on here. And while you can absolutely prove statistically it was five times worse, Rudy is on record on this show more than once, Bernie, telling me that, believe it or not, it may be more difficult to run this city now even with numbers down from there where they were because of all the division and all the issues, Rudy even says that. You don't buy that. Yeah, well, that's true, Sid, because you got you have city council members that are basically admitted Marxists, right? You have, you have people in government that Eric has to deal with that Rudy Giuliani didn't. Now, keep, keep in mind, Rudy had a city council that was probably 90% Democrat, but Peter, Peter Vallone was the head of the city council at the time, and Peter, Peter Vallone knew how to cross the aisle. Peter Vallone worked with Rudy Giuliani. The people in the city council today, these are left-wing lunatics yeah. that Eric has to deal with. So I'm sure that gives him a big headache. That's a problem for him. I'm sure there are people yesterday or the day before, whenever he made a statement, when, when prayer left the schools, guns came in. I am positive there are people on, on the New York City Council that had a heart attack in mentioning prayer in schools. Although they've been killing you know? them. They, they've been killing them for two days. And oh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you know, to your point. And I'm giving them credit because I'm not going to go as far as saying, hey, if you don't love Jesus, you're going to shoot up a school. But uh, there is uh, some truth to that. So I actually applaud the mayor for saying what he said, but you're right. Those folks on the left, they're killing him for that. And by the way, they're also killing him, Bernie, for talking to people like me. They're like, why would you oh, talk yeah, to a pro-Trump radio host? Why? Yeah, but that's, that's just lunacy. That's, that's the division that's in this country today, that, that people are going to have to get beyond at some point. But, but I want to I mention one thing, Sid. I was listening to you earlier when you were talking to Curtis, and you were talking about civics. Civics in the classroom, you know, saying, you know, singing the national anthem, the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, having kids, you know, even even the prayer stuff, all that stuff is gone, man. It's gone out of the schools and it's diminishing the kids. It, it's taken away from our kids and it's, and it's taking away from teachings that years ago were better for the city, better for the country. Agreed. Um, and, and I think it's terrible. And you have people on the city council that are against that stuff. They're against, you know, these are people that are against the Constitution. They believe in socialism. They believe in communism, some of them. You know, there's, there's pure lunatics. 
Yeah, I mean, not just the, not just the city council, but and, and you know this again. This is uh, the former great police commissioner, great New Yorker, great American. I love this guy, Bernie Carrick. But you know, when Adams goes to Albany and they slam the door in his face because Stuart Cousins is hateful and Heasty is hateful and Adams takes on all this abuse. Well, you shouldn't have endorsed Kathy Hochul. And that's true. All that is true. Eric Adams could have done a bunch of things to try to gain more leverage. He could have. By the way, there's no guarantee any of that would have helped him either. We don't know that. But he could have done some things. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. The legislature, the city council here, the people in Albany, they are brutal, Bernie. Brutal, no matter what Adams does. Yeah, you you know what's it? Eric has to do exactly what Giuliani did in 1994 when he came into office. He has to ignore all these people. What's right? What's wrong? What's good? What's bad? If it's right and it's good for New York City, then he was going to do it. You know, he, he, he held a press conference early on and said nobody wants to visit, live, work, or go to a school in a place where they're not safe, a place that's like a war zone. And I'm going to fix that. And you know what, Sid? For every percentage point, we reduced violent crime and, and murder. We saw increases in economic development, real estate value, tourism. We saw reductions in the welfare roles. It can be done. Giuliani did it. Don't say it can't be done. It can be done in New York City. It could be done in Chicago. It could be done in Atlanta, Baltimore, all these cities with these radical left-wing mayors and city councils. It can be done with right leadership. Eric just has to change course and, and get down to business, do the right thing. And I promise you, New York City will change and he will get reelected. Agreed. He may be president. If he does that, he could be president. Got it reelected. Uh, 45 seconds to go, Bernie. You talk about Chicago. And Frank Morano made this point a couple of days ago that Lori Lightfoot was a worse mayor than de Blasio because at least de Blasio appointed Garcia for sanitation. He appointed, um, obviously, Daniel Nigro, a good friend of mine, for the fire department. He had guys like uh, Bill Bratton. Not so great with O'Neill and Dermott, but some decent commissioners. So in that respect, the Blasio's better than Lightfoot. So two things here. A, do you agree with that statement? And secondly, what do you think of Adam's choice for your former job, Commissioner Keechan Sewell? Well, I think Commissioner Sewell, I, I personally, I don't know her. I've never even met her. I, I, I met her in passing at a funeral. Um, I think she's phenomenal, personally. I think she's phenomenal. I think with the right backing and taking the handcuffs off the police, by the city council, by the mayor, getting rid of the DA, uh, the Manhattan DA, and maybe some of the other DAs as well, these left-wing DAs, getting the governor to, to get rid of this cash bail stuff, Commissioner Sewell would have a much easier job. Her job is extremely difficult right now because they have all these things attached to New York City. It should really go uh, as far as um, as far as Chicago goes. Lightfoot was a fool. She was an incompetent, incompetent fool. That's the bottom line. Just leave it right there. That's perfect. Peter King just texted me and he said, Bernie's a great guy. Whenever you're on, Carrick, just so you know, my phone blows up. Everybody still loves you. They really do. And 
And uh, you've been great over the years with me and Bernie and now me. I'm glad to have you back. I want you to keep coming back now now that you're back on here today because that was a great appearance. Let's do it again very, very soon. God bless you, Bernie Carrick. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lee. You got it, pal. There he is, the former great police commissioner here in New York, folks, during 9-11. That was a great group, man. We have Pataki running the state. Rudy Giuliani as our mayor. Bernie Carrick, police commissioner. Nigro had to step in that day for the FDNY and do a big job because somebody died that day. But look at that group. That was that was an amazing group. So when we talk about New York coming back, you got guys like that in charge. No big surprise. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com